it's a fantasy world. Like, it's not the real world. What is really getting these guys, Kari? Like, let's really be real about this. What is really catching up with these guys? The rookie minimum is like seven, eight hundred thousand. The best thing you can do is is pretend that you're making less and then stash 50, 60 percent away. You just want more guys to, to be cognizant of the fact that, all right, when it's time to make my transition, it's going to take me a little bit more time than I anticipate. What is the biggest financial mistake you see your teammates consistently make where you just go, like, bro, what are you doing? Certain athletes and leagues, there's always a couple of guys that ruin the reputation. I'm going to be real. When you see AB doing his stuff and homie who's running around naked in his Phoenix home, a lot of people all of a sudden assume unfortunate things about guys and then they don't realize that those guys are different crop. <laughs> Let's go, baby. It's another episode of the Athletes and Assets podcast. I bring on your favorite athletes to chat about a business topic. Today, we got Kari Blassengame, fullback for the Chicago Bears, Vanderbilt University alum, host of the Business of Athletes podcast. How? What more do you want, man? We got two podcast hosts here who are inside, outside the game, off the field, the, the court, the field, the arena. But Kari, let's skip the small talk, man. Super Bowl 58, Chiefs, Niners. Tell me, give me three reasons why the Niners are beating the Swifties. Three reasons why uh, really good linebacking core, really good defense, I feel like. Uh, they got an explosive offense with Debo Samuel, Juszczyk, uh Kittle. And, you know, they've been there before, fell short. So, you know, this might be their time to go. And, you know, the moment won't be too big for them. So I think I think they'll get it done. And I got some friends over there, too. So. Okay. Yeah. So, so I, I didn't know who you're rooting for. I was kind of just like, you know pushing you there but I, I i was just biased in the in the question so if you think the chiefs are going to win feel free to spit back at me but it looks like we we got we were on the same page here naturally yeah no nah, no nah, I, I think i want san francisco to get it done i don't know if i can say that uh as a nfc guy but you know i got i got one of my best friends is over there uh and you know yeah so okay i want them i want them i want them to get it done okay you're gonna get you're gonna get asked to make one of those um you know special uh, NFL jackets that uh, use Shex girlfriends making, but for the 49ers, you know, you're gonna you for for one game, or is that doing too much? Nah, 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 nah. Can't can't do that. Can't do that. Can't okay, do that. we're pushing but it now. The 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 jackets are the jackets are definitely dope. The jackets are dope, man. Well, hey, I appreciate you uh, coming on, and I'm excited to to check them out in a couple weeks. But for you, this is the off season and uh, an NFL player's off season. You know, it feels like a mad sprint to get what you need to get done off the field until like, okay, here goes OTAs, here comes training camp. Feels like it's a really quick off season. Um, and so for you, can you give like a glimpse of the business things you're trying to accomplish until it's time for you to report again back to the Bears? So for me, business wise, you know, really just my my personal philosophy is just to keep it simple, right? So I have real estate. And have a stock portfolio. I really just want to tighten the screws on that. You know, I'm not really jumping into anything that's, you know, too, you know, out there exciting. You know, I have business of athletes and we're going to be diving into, you know, some different concepts of investing, real estate, crypto, and just kind of going over the basics, but doing a deep dive into the basics and really just, you know, focusing on keeping it simple, man. I, I feel like like you said, it's it's a sprint. And ever since I got into the NFL, it's felt like it's been a sprint every offseason 
whether it's moving, uh, you know, getting married. I, I you know, I got married in uh, 21, had a daughter in 22. Wow. So, you know, it's just, you know, this, this, this Very offseason man. for me is about keeping it simple and, you know, still, you know, writing and doing the podcast, but in a way that feels, you know, authentic to me and uh, flows within my everyday life of the other things that are the most important. It feels like you started the podcast for similar reasons why I started this whole shit. Like, I just felt like there was just such an area, uh, the way we're learning is changing. I think uh, as a society, you know, we're getting to more short form content. We wanna, we idolize people more, even if they're athletes or celebrities, we idolize them for everything they have to say, not just their particular place where they got famous. And so I'm thinking like, well, if I had a selfish reason to learn about a business topic from athletes, like I might as well have them on and teach it. So it'd be more interesting than me having to go get an MBA or me having to go on YouTube and listen to some old guy who just speaks a bunch of fancy words. Um, for you, did you see like a problem or a hole before you started the podcast? We're like, man, someone needs to really get these guys to speak about this, or I need to speak to them um, about what they're going to encounter off the field, you know, when they're not playing. Yeah, not necessarily like a problem or a hole, just that, you know, it's so much to talk about and it's so much information. And I feel like everybody gives it just a little bit differently, right? right? And so I might hear something from one guy that doesn't really click then go hear it from a totally different person. And now it makes all the sense in the world. So I just figure if I could put my, you know, my own style on things, tell people about the things that I learned in the way that I learned them and what made sense to me, you know, then I could help a guy that's in college, a guy that's in high school, you know, now with all, you know, this NIL that's coming into money earlier, I can help them avoid some of the pitfalls that they might not have fallen into if they weren't getting NIL money at such a young age and they had time to learn. You know what I'm saying? Even even with college, not not college, but even with uh, the NFL, like I still have teammates that I talk to and learn from and, and guys come to me and learn from me. So it's really just a byproduct of taking all the conversations I've had from college to pre-draft training to the NFL locker room and, and putting them in a podcast. And now uh, with this next season, a business of athletes putting, you know, some written content with it as well. So. That's really what it's about, you know, just putting things in my voice hmm. as I understand them, you yeah. know, so that somebody else might get the same type of value that I get or got from hearing it from multiple different sources. Yeah, absolutely. Kari, what is the biggest financial mistake you see your teammates or peers consistently make where you just go, Aah! like, bro, what are you doing? It, I mean, it had to be the overspending. You know, it'll have to be the overspending on, on what on, on, you know, luxury items or maybe experiences. I, I hate to like generalize, but in other words, you could also put overspending in a category of like underestimating how much money they're going to need to successfully and smoothly transition into uh, let's call it civilian life. Right. Because in the NFL, it, you know, it's. I heard a coach say this before, so I'm not being like sarcastic or anything, but it's a, it's a fantasy world. Like it's not the real world. Yeah. You work, you work for six, seven months of the year, everything from your food to potentially like laundry, like everything's taken care of for you. Uh, you just show up, eat, work, practice and go home, you know? And then all of a sudden you're dumped into this real world where, okay, now you don't have the same level of income coming in, you know, uh, 
you you not you don't have the same level of amenities and people helping you get daily things done. So it requires a different level of like focus and also financial, you know, cushion. So I just think that would be that would be the biggest problem. And I, I also think that guys don't understand like it's easy to get lulled to sleep by success, right? So everybody who's in the NFL has beat the odds to get there, right? So obviously in your head, you're like, okay, even if you're undrafted, undrafted, free agent, no guarantees, you still think I'm going to get to that next contract. I'm going to get to, I'm going to get to year four or five. Yeah. You know, and that's a good mindset to have. Like you always want to have all chips in, but, but there's also a way to do that while still being smart and setting yourself up to leave the game and and live a totally different life than you would have without the game. I mean, we but, we we hear overspending all the time, Card, but here we got to dive into that, man. Is it the Louis? Is it the Balenci? Is it the the range? Is it the significant other's demands for her wardrobe? Like, what is really getting these guys, Kari? Like, let's really be real about this. Like, what is Nick? What is really catching up with these guys? You know, it's it's a little bit of all of that. You know, okay. for me, it's for me, it's comfort. It's DoorDash and, you know, ease of act. That's what I overspend on and trips, you know. What 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 kind of trips are you uh what's what's a good trip for Kari, man? Let's say you let's say you were negligent of the of the vacation budget. You did whatever you wanted. Where where are we going? Man, I wanna go somewhere tropical. I wanna have like a villa. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I wanna pull out all the stops. I wanna have a chef. I wanna Yeah. You know, I haven't me and my wife haven't had just a bunch of different trips. But when we do spend on travel, you know, we like to have a good time and enjoy ourselves because, you know, for nine, 10 months out of the year, there's no like no. There's, there's no nothing, especially with a daughter and, you know, football going on. So, uh, but yeah, I want to go somewhere tropical and, and stay in a villa. Yeah. yeah. Have, have a chef do the excursions. You know, I want to do all of that. So that's for me, you know, that's. Those are the things that I spend on. But to answer your question, man, it's it's a little bit of everything. Some guys love fashion. Some guys love watches. Some guys love cars, you know, and it it, it starts to add up after a while. You know, certain guys can do it. You're a first rounder, second rounder. OK, you, you can you can do a couple things, you know. But me, I was undrafted free agent and I didn't know when the next one, when the next one was going to drop in the account or when yeah. it was going to stop. So, you know. You just want more guys to to be cognizant of the fact that, all right, when it's time to make my transition, it's going to take me a little bit more time than I anticipate. I'm not going to be able to just roll into the next thing. Maybe you are, but likelihood is it's going to take some time before you become 1% good at something else. Feels like um, being guilty about overspending on DoorDash. That might be a probably be a good problem to have for an NFL player like it's probably like probably on the the uh the more frugal end of, of some things we can we'll take we'll take Chipotle bring it to the bring it to your door like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah man it, but it's it gets bad though it gets bad when it's every day it, get, it adds up but I mean I've, I've spent on other things too uh but you know those are the things that I feel are reasonable you know saying within the budget I feel like DoorDash like a reasonable amount would be here and then I'm just what do you what are you really balling on like that though for DoorDash you have a consistent um restaurant you're going to I know you're slamming some restaurant consistently man so in Chicago every cheat meal and then probably like every Friday before we're 
getting ready to go to the game. I'm eating this uh, sushi uh, poke bowl. Place. Oh yeah, that adds. Yep, yeah. And that's a, that's a smooth that's a smooth thirty dollars, thirty five dollars every time. Yeah. Right. So you do that, and then maybe you don't want to eat. I don't want to eat my meal prep, so I'm eating something else. You know, DoorDash, a little you know, Cheesecake Factory, some some healthy, but still, that's another forty, fifty dollars. They add my wife's in there. That's you know, it adds up. So I don't know, man. Do you, Just do, you, try. do you see yourself as um, a financial mentor in the locker room to players? I know you're you're relatively, you know, there's probably older guys in the locker room, but um, I think few guys have this really strong financial awareness and, and and financial literacy like you have do you ever feel like guys are coming to your locker room like these days like hey kari uh should i spend is it okay to like spend this amount of money here or like what should i do here big guy <laughs> you know you know this this year i did have a couple younger players couple actually they weren't too too much younger than i was but i did have a couple teammates come and ask me. it felt good you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's one of my you know it's one of my new, you know, hobbies and passions is personal finance thing. So, you know, them coming asking me, listening to my, you know, opinion, because that's all it is. It's an opinion. But it that that did happen a couple times this year. So Yeah. Do you have um a specific percentage um of your paycheck to be put in your four hundred one K that like you try to add that like you try to tell people like you should put this amount. See, I get different advice. I hear different advice, but I'm curious if that's something you you think about. So in personal finance, a lot of the the everyday wisdom that's out there on the internet, people will say 20% is good to save. But for me, I think that, you know, for an NFL athlete who's making substantially more than they would have been making in any other, uh, you know, profession coming out of college, yeah, should probably try to pretend that they're making, you know, good money coming out of college. Like, so pretend you just got out of law school and only live on 150. You know, yeah. when you're making, because the the average rookie, the the rookie minimum is like, now it's like seven, eight hundred thousand. When I came in, it was like four ninety something. But it's, I mean, it's it's Lation. going up. But yeah. It, but you know, the best thing you can do is is pretend that you're making less, and then stash fifty, sixty percent away. You know. Well, that's what that, I. That's a tough. That I hear you. That's a tough conversation to have with that young rook coming in trying to get that. You know, trying to get that nice trip or, or car. Imagine you telling a wide receiver on the Bears fifty percent goes to the four hundred one k. You're gonna look at you like but, you're crazy. But you know, so you make it. Let's let's call it eight hundred for a rookie. Make it eight hundred. Let's just cut it in half because taxes are high. Probably gonna end up bringing home close to half. So that's 400. If you can't live off 200 bands as a rookie, most of them are single with no children, you know, but if you can't live off 200 net, then it's, it's, it's a big leak in the boat. Like it's a huge, we got bigger problems than 401k it's, percentage. It's a it's a huge leak in the boat, right? So Because, you know, the 401k, that's, you know, they can elect to have that come out automatically and there's a limit on how much you can put there anyway. But I, I think that guys should be doing way, way more than just the 401k federal limit. I think this at this area in your life, you know, if you're blessed, you get 10. Yeah. You get anywhere from like six to 10 if you're like of the most fortunate in the NFL. At, you know, the average is what, three years? And some guys are in for one or two and then they're out. So if you can play, if you're at worst gonna play one year, two years, or at worst, 
spend one or two on the practice squad. Yeah. And you can tuck away a couple hundred thousand. That gives you a big cushion for moving into your next profession. Because that's what I think a lot of people don't realize. It's like, it's different levels to earning, you know, in the league. Everybody thinks you're an automatic millionaire when you get into the league, but it's different levels. And you don't want to be 28 with a couple hundred thousand and no plan, you know. Your your um 401k sort of breakdown with the guy who was making 800k a year, like that's Brock Purdy this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's him. That's Brock Purdy. That's, exactly, exactly. So, you know, you, it's not about just being frugal for the sake of like, oh, I don't spend any money. You know, some people try to wear that as a badge of honor. Oh, but Joe Singo, really just, oh, excuse me, sorry. You said what? Oh, Joe Singo. <laughs> You know, hey, but that's him, though. Yeah. Hey, I mean, he's been doing the smart car thing since I can remember. You know, the fake jewelry thing since I can oh, remember. Oh, so that's, that's really him. He really, you've seen it. Like, he's he's really that frugal. I mean, from 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 the content I've seen of him, you know what I'm saying? I was watching him back when I was in high school, and he was on that wave, and he's still on it now. So you got I, you got to imagine that he's... Really about that. That that's, that, yeah. that's really him, you know? Yes. But... But yeah, man, I know it's 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 not the most flashy thing to say, oh yeah, I save fifty percent of my income and you know, put it away in index funds or in the stock market. But it's it's what you gotta do, especially if you're gonna be a guy who plays three, four years and then has to live off of that. Because everybody sells this dream too that you can go be this crazy investor. You can make a, a Kobe smart water deal, you know, and but those don't happen all the time. No, those, absolutely. Those, those those are those are hard to come by. So, so, are you personally in any stocks or index funds? Like, do you have passive income streams you can kind of share, and like maybe why you chose them? Yeah. So that's the main portion of my uh, of my stock portfolio is uh, index funds. I have a S and P five hundred index fund, okay. and then I have a global index fund that excludes the United States. Uh, and then I have like an emergency fund of just cash that sits in a money market and makes this year, it's going to be 5%, but with rates, it'll probably, you know, go down and up, you know, it'll fluctuate. But other than that, you know, I have a few single stocks that I, you know, played around with Microsoft, um, Square, which has been a dog, but I bought, I bought Square, funny story about Square. I bought Square, uh, when Jay-Z sold title to to Jack and so they got gave him a board seat. I was reading about that. I was like, all right, let me let me get some let yeah, me get, let me get square, a piece, you know? let me get a piece of yeah. But but uh, yeah, man, it's that's a dog. But I don't do too much in um in, in single stocks because it's a lot of volatility with that. So I like to be diversified with a majority of my money. Yeah, I'm- and then outside of that, I have single family rental properties. Uh, and I rent rent those out. That's really. You know, I keep it simple. You know, that's I, I'm not I'm not trying to take you know a majority of my money and bet the farm on something risky. I'm just you know doing the simple things. The 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 single family rental properties are those Airbnbs or are those literally just homes in you know a certain area that you have a couple yeah. folks running out for a couple years or whatnot? Yeah, yeah, just long term rentals. You know, the short term rental play. It's it's a lot that goes into that. You know, you have people yeah. in and out of your house that you don't really know. And it's like, for me, I just don't need that complexity right now. I don't need it. Maybe one day I'll try it, but 
right now, that's not for me. Yeah, you don't really have time uh, during the NFL season to design your Airbnb and and uh, put flowers everywhere and you know make sure they give yeah. you five stars and if they don't give you five stars, the next person is not going to want to like rent out the yeah. There's a lot of complexity there. Yeah, if you're it's still- a lot that goes into it, and you can hire a company to do it, but also I just. I I feel safer with the long term play. You know, I know what I'm getting. I know the cash flow, and that's 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 what I want to do. What lo- so we, what look? Where are your properties? Your single family properties? Like in what city? Are they in Chicago or they're somewhere else? One in Nashville, one in Chicago. Okay. Yeah. So the Nashville one is from where I lived when I played for the Titans, and then in Chicago is a newer one. We use it now, and that'll be a rental one whenever I leave. Yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> smart, that's smart. So are there guys that you've played with that you have admired for what they've done business ventures off the field? Is there is there guys that you can shout out with like sort of pay like a market map? Like, you know, who are some guys we're sleeping on, you know, that we might see uh, later in life on the cap table or the board seat? They're like, wait a second, like, I recognize well, you. Well, so, one of my guys, Orrin, I played with him at Vanderbilt. He's currently with San Fran. He's he's always been savvy with with his money. He was on crypto early. Who is this? Uh, uh, Orrin Burks. Orrin Burks. Okay. Yeah. Shout out Orrin he Burks. Was on, yeah, he was on crypto early, uh, back in college, and and you know he really got into the real estate when he got into the league, and you know, I I, I look 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 at him and learn from him. Another player is uh, Jeremy McNichols, running back that I was with in uh, Tennessee. He helped me uh, along the path of buying my first hole, uh, which was which was really cool. And, you know, a lot of guys that I just kind of look at from afar. You know, uh, I've I've said this guy's name a thousand times, but Brandon Copeland, uh, big time, big time influence on me. Just from a personal finance standpoint, everything that he's you know put out from his brand with the content and everything. So, uh, you know, a lot of guys, a lot of guys that I look up to and. Um, learn from take a little bit from their you know game off the field i mean we say this all the time about football players i mean football players have feel like a lot of them have such a a lot of them don't get enough credit for how easy they've been able to transition from off the field because the confidence charisma and you're going to school every time you go to practice because the plays are so complex so football players aren't like dummies like if you ever heard an offensive lineman meeting, they're speaking a language like you've never understood before. Same, probably same thing with with the running backs, and um, you really have to turn your brain on uh, every day. And I think it translates so well to a lot of different areas of investing. Yeah, so I, I have a teammate that I played with at Vanderbilt. He's now in investment banking, and uh, I was just you know kind of talking to him, and he was just like you know, football would be the hardest thing like job wise you you ever do. Like just from time commitments, the strain on your body, how tired you are when you have to go be at your, you know, a hundred percent. So I think everything you just said is is a hundred percent correct. People sleep on football players. They, you know, I feel like it's going away now, but you know, the whole dumb jock stereotype. But right? l- l- let me let me I I gotta keep it a bean. I gotta keep it a hundred. It always unfortunately in sports with certain athletes and leagues, there's always a couple of guys that ruin the reputation or sour it for everyone else. Um, you know, I'm going to be real. When you see AB doing his stuff and homie who was running around naked in his Phoenix home, a lot of people all of a sudden assume unfortunate things about guys and then they don't realize that those guys are not the, not cut 
different crop. <laughs> like different. Yeah. And you know, that, that's, that they, it was the, was, uh, the guy who they wanted to have a CTE podcast with AB, which is like funny, but it's also like not funny, but it's like. Yeah, man, you know, things like that. Those, that's, those are, those are, choose my words, right? Those are sad cases and things that, you know, there might be underlying issues that we don't know are going on that are going on. So with those, those are, those are outliers. Those, those, those are outliers, but you got, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be like that in, in, in every, yeah. in every group of people, right? It's always going to be those outliers. But like you said, for all the bad rap that, you know, the outliers give you, there's tons of guys who are doing it, doing it the right way, transitioning smoothly into, you know, something else, keeping their money working for them. And, you know, I, I think I think that that dumb job, you know, outlandish stereotype is going away. Yeah. When you're done playing, if you could have it your way, do anything you want, where would you live? What would you work on? And why would you work on that? So I live where I live now. So I live in Georgia. Uh, I really love it out here. Uh, what would I work on? In some form or fashion, I want to be educating on personal finance, whether that's financial advising, okay. you know, running okay. my own consultation, you know, wealth med- I want to be in that, in that field. Cause you know, that that's, that's become one of my new hobbies. And like, I, I try to be, you know, I try to be cognizant of when I'm doing things that, you know, that I enjoy that I have fun doing and that come effortlessly. And that's one of the things over the past few years is that I've, that I've really enjoyed. So I would love to be doing that, helping kids learn about, personal finance, athletes, you know, managing, p- putting people in the right position because that feels that feels good too. Like when you have a guy who calls you back after a couple years and he's like, hey, I made money on this and you told me about it. That's a really good feeling. It's gotta that, be. It's a really good feeling, you know? So I definitely want to be in that space. All right, so I'm gonna put you to the test here. I'm talking to Kari, the future wealth manager. You know, being a wealth manager is almost like you could look at it as someone's life agent. You know, I'm paying, I'm giving you a fee of my, my net worth, my earnings for you to make the right decisions with it. Um, and so, you know, what's your pitch to someone who's wealth, wealth manager shopping? Like, why would I choose you to, 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 why would I go to you for money advice versus somebody else? Shit. Well, right now, (laughs) well, right now it's going to be the fact that I'm willing to go find the answer. You know, I might not have all the answers. I know I don't have all the answers, right? I'm 27, I'm I'm not even a wealth manager right now. Yeah. But <laughs> if you were coming to me and say, hey, look, I want you to manage your money, it would be the fact that if you have a question and I don't have the answer, I'm gonna go try my very best to go find the answer and put you in the very best position possible for your risk profile, for, you know, for you and your family. So. I think that would be that would be the case and you know like you said in the future that's gonna you are somebody's life manager and you're with them hopefully you get a client from 30 and you with them till they 65 and they retire and they're happy and they're like you did right by me for 35 years that hopefully that is the trajectory and you know i could build relationships with people and you know help them you know ride the roller coaster that's the volatility of the markets and the real estate market and that's I think I think that'll be really you know fulfilling. Blossom Game Advisors, keep it simple. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna owe you money for that. Hey, I, I do take royalties. I do. T- I, 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 <laughs> I'm gonna owe you money for that. <laughs> That's that was good. Yeah, that was man. good. Yeah. Who? Uh, 
Give me your dream guest, business of athletes. Dwayne Rock Johnson. Okay, why? I mean, you just look at everything he's been able to do from, you know, the WWE. So he he once played football at Miami, right? I believe he did. Yes. And you know, transition to the WWE was was an entertainment and sports. And then you look at the different pivots he's been able to make from the WWE to movie superstardom to television. He was on the show uh, uh, Ballers. Uh, now he's the what the owner and president of the UFL, the new league that just merged. Yeah, they merged uh, with the XFL. That was crazy. Yeah, wow. the XFL and the USFL. So like for somebody to to he has a tequila brand, you know, for somebody to be at that level of ownership and have once been an athlete, been in entertainment, I think he would be the perfect guest because, you know, it's probably not much that he hasn't experienced from sports, from entertainment, from business ownership that he wouldn't be able to give a lot of wisdom to a lot of people. And he's just, he's also just cool as hell. So yeah, he's, he's a good. cool dude. I'd, I'd, yeah. uh, I'd taste test his tequila with him anywhere, anytime. That would be, yeah. would be a lot of fun. That would be cool. So I would say, I would say Dwayne, Dwayne The Rock Joss. Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, hey, I really appreciate you coming on, Kari, and, and sharing a bit about what you have going on. And, and, and for those watching, like, please, first of all, like and subscribe to my pod. But after you do that, go over to Kari's page, the Business of Athletes. Give them a like, subscribe, give them some love because he's going to come out with some more conf, uh, content in this little off-season sprint. But this has been a great episode here with Kari Blossom, Game Chicago Bears fullback. I've been your host, Noah Lack. Kari. Thanks so much, man. I'm glad we could connect here and chat a little game. I appreciate you, man. Thank you. No doubt. Four.